T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Along with Ray Dinger, I'm Glenn Mack now. We have a lot we are going to get to today, but a big part of what people are looking forward to comes up at the end of April when the Eagles have three picks in the first round. And so, therefore, every show we take time to do Ray Dinger's College Draft Preview. Oh, you love when that music starts, don't you? I love the music. I, to be honest with you, I, I half listen to what you say. I mostly yeah. just bop along to the music. Half listen. Sometimes I'm not sure it's that much, but I know you I do. Go but, get some coffee. But I know, I know you do love the music, and so do I. And it sort of gets you in the mood for football, even though even though it's only March. But yeah, we're coming up. The draft is just about a month away, uh, and excitement is building because the Eagles are in a position they have never been before, which is having three, three, three picks in the first round i don't think they're going to use them all we can talk we're sure we'll talk to jeff McLean a little later about that what he thinks the likelihood is that howie roseman will actually make all three of those picks i have a feeling that howie will do his usual howie thing which is wheel and deal but for now for the sake of argument let's say they're going to hold on to those three and yesterday we talked about the quarterbacks that are going to be in this draft today i will talk about the wide receivers and um i will I will say this. We've talked a lot about how the edge rushers are uh, at a premium in this draft. They really are. I mean, there's so many really good, really, really good edge rushers. The receivers, I also give this receiver crop an A, too. I mean, they're, they're really, really a lot of good receivers here. Wouldn't shock me if the Eagles used one of their high picks on one of these guys. And right now, I'll give you my top five. Okay, I'm going to go number one. I am going to go Garrett Wilson, uh, the, the receiver from Ohio State. Um, had 70 catches this year, scored 12 touchdowns. Um, he had some drop issues in the past, less so this year. He's, he's been a lot more consistent this year. Um, but he, I, I like his versatility. He can line up on the inside. He can line up on the outside. Um, and he's a guy that just always gets separation. Um, his stock really rose uh, when he was tested around the 40 in 4.38 seconds, which is really flying for a guy that's 6 feet and 192 pounds. Um, he didn't do a great vertical jump, 32 inches. Who cares? I mean, I'm not worried, going to worry about that. Again, again, I'll look at the tape, and the tape shows me that this guy's got the ability to be a really good NFL wide receiver. And my number two is a guy that I've seen a lot of mock drafts have come into the Eagles. I don't. That would not be a bad thing if it did happen. His name is Drake London. Uh, and he's a really tall, he's a big-bodied wide receiver from Southern Cal. Six feet five, 210 pounds. Actually played basketball as well as football at Southern Cal. Uh, and uses all... Can I just, can I interrupt for yes, one Yes, go second? right ahead. Pac-10 wide receivers, are, give me give me caution. 
Uh, I understand. We've been there before. I understand. Um, you know, I mean, J.J. Arzega-Whiteside is still here. Uh, yeah, I you know. know. And, and Mitchell passed through town as a first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that, there's, that's, not, <laughs> that's not a stretch for you to say that. I, I, uh, whenever I'm taking guys from the Pac-12, uh, I do have to qualify it because sometimes you can be really fooled out there. Um, but this guy is, I, I have a feeling this guy is, is legit. The only concern, my only, my biggest concern with him is the injury. I mean, last year he, he broke his right ankle uh, on October 30th, about late in the season. But up to that point, he was, he was just dominating. I mean, even though his season ended early, he still finished with 88 catches for over 1,000 yards. Um, I love his size. He's got really good hands, tracks the ball well. Um, he's not super quick off the line, uh, as, as guys that size tend to be, uh, but he has really good build-up speed. In other words, once he gets going, he can move. He, decei- deceiving that way is a long stride. Uh, and I don't know if the Eagles are going to get him in the first round, but somebody is. Even with the injury, even coming off the injury, his tape is that good. Uh, my next one is a guy that another fellow that people have linked with the Eagles, uh, and it's, it's Traylon Burks, who's a – Six foot three, two hundred and thirty pound receiver from Arkansas, um, and the comparison that's being made with him, and it's pretty valid comparison actually, is the Debo Samuel comparison, in that he is a guy who can be both a wide receiver and a running back. You can you can line him up at wide receiver, you can put him in the slot, you can put him on the strong side, the weak side, or you can bring him in the backfield and pitch him the football, which is what they do with Debo Samuel. There aren't many guys that can do both. That can be both a wide receiver and, in certain situations, play running back. Samuel can. I believe that this guy can probably do it, too, because he did a little bit of that at Arkansas. Um, and for a guy 6'3", 230, has remarkable speed. I mean, he actually can run by defensive backs and get deep. So he's a unique kind of player, a specialty kind of player, but a guy who I think a coach like Nick Sirianni would enjoy having because you can do multiple things with him. Um, the ne- my next one, I'm going back to Ohio State again, and I'm going to take Chris Olavi. Like, uh, that's that's one I I think could be there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, he'll certainly be there in the teens. I, I'm not sure Wilson will be. Uh, I think Olave certainly will be. Uh, six feet, one ninety. He's a little smaller uh, than Wilson. Uh, not quite as blazing fast, but has just terrific footwork and runs runs really pristine patterns. Uh, and when he catches the ball, gets yards after the catch because he makes people miss. Uh, he's a little vulnerable to the press because he's got sort of a slight frame. Um, but he's a really good receiver who just seems to, to me at least, watching him play at Ohio State, he just seems to get better and better and better. 13 touchdown catches this year. And my fifth one, uh, I'm going to round out the top five, and I'm going to make the Penn State fans happy. I'm going to take receiver from Penn State, Jahan Dotson. Um, I watched the Ohio State-Penn State game this year. I I actually sort of watched it to see Wilson and Olave because I was so curious about those two receivers. And I really wasn't thinking that much about Dotson. And Dotson went there, and I said, wow, who is this guy? Uh, he was just great in that game. Had 11 catches, 127 yards, scored a rushing touchdown, and really, really impressed me a lot. Um, I think he's probably – some people are saying he could sneak into the bottom of the first round. Maybe he can. I think he's more likely a second-round pick. But I think he's got an awful lot of talent. Uh, I wish he were a little bigger. Um, at 5'11", 180, that's a little scary. Uh, but his speed and his quickness off the line are very real. Uh, and he combines flat-out speed with great route running. Very often you don't see that. You don't see Normally really super quick, fast guys don't necessarily be good route runners. And the guys who are good route runners kind of concentrate on that because they don't have great speed. 
It's rare to find a guy who is really fast, who runs good patterns. Dotson does. Last year at Penn State, 91 catches, 1,181 yards, and 12 touchdowns. Reminds me a lot. Sometimes you ask me for comparisons. Yeah. Um, and I will, I will say Dotson reminds me of, uh, uh, of uh, Tyler Lockett, uh, the, uh, the wide receiver who, that I really like coming out of Kansas State, went out to Seattle and has been kind of Russell Wilson's main guy out there. Um, he, that's kind of, he's about that size. He has a similar kind of uh, speed and catching ability and also doubles as a kick returner. So Tyler Lockett, to me, is a pretty good comparison. Uh, I think most of the Penn State people know who Dodson is, okay. but for those who don't, that's mm-hmm. it. So that's my top five. Garrett Wilson, Ohio State. Drake London, Southern Cal. Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Chris Olave, also Ohio State. And Jahan Dotson from Penn State. Those are my top five. All right. So, Ray, the uh, and thanks. Good stuff. Um, we can kill the music bed now. So, the Eagles did make a move for a wide receiver in free agency. It's not one that bowled anybody over, but you like him as kind of a guy who can come in and has good hands and will add some veteran presence to it. Yeah, he's, he's going to be your slot receiver. Given what they are in, in their wide receiver room, which I believe unimpressive would be a word I would use. Mm-hmm. Um, Chances that they may actually take one of those three first-round picks and spend it on a wide receiver would not surprise me. Would not right. would not surprise me. I I've been hoping all along that they and knowing full well they need that other receiver. You know, you've got Smith, um, who's who's only going to get better. Who's already who's already quite good uh, and will only get better. Uh, Pascal, I think will will be he'll be your answer in the slot. I think he will be an upgrade there and will help you. Uh, that other receiver on the other side, um, rather than get an, another young guy, because you've got a lot of young receivers. Yep. Uh, I would I was hoping they would go for a veteran, yeah. but all the good all, you know all the really that, good that veterans market, are gone. They got priced out of that one. Yeah, so I mean the market on wide receivers just exploded right away with a lot of money being spent and. Um, the Eagles didn't get anybody, so now they may have to they may have to go into the draft and get another one. But the good news is there are some really good ones there, and these five I have no doubt are going to come into the NFL and be really good players. Right, good stuff. Like doing this. Uh, Jay in Fairmont wants to talk about the draft, so let's get him up there with his question. What do you got, Jay? So this was perfect timing because I have a wide receiver question about the draft. Beautiful. And so. Combine drives me nuts. So this is my question. This is primarily, I guess, for Ray. David Bell, Purdue Boilermakers. Just, his stock just collapsed in the Combine. I'm a Big Ten guy. I watched him all year. He just lit it up. 11 for 200-plus against Mission State. 11 catches, 200-plus against Iowa. Oh, you don't have to tell me. I think I, he, yeah, he, he had almost 1,300 yards. I mean, he had a, yeah, I, yeah, he had a great season. I just don't understand, and I think he would be a great fit. I mean, this guy just gets open, catches the ball, doesn't drop the ball. Explain this to me, how a guy like this just collapses in the because of the combine. Well, um, it's not just it's not just the combine. It's the it's what people perceive to be the mold of today's receiver. Uh, if you run, I mean, this sounds crazy, but if you run four five forty, they say ah, too slow. If you if you don't run in the four fours or lower, people are just no, automatically going to say, "Nah, he can't play." Uh, and that's and I, I I agree. I know where you're coming from on this. You know, because I've seen you know he played in Purdue. He's played in the Big Ten. I saw him a lot, and he was he was week in and week out a productive player. But he's not he's not a guy that's going to light up the stopwatch. 
And right. I, I, but I think he's – and every draft produces guys like this. They're guys that kind of – in this part of the process, in the evaluation process, the postseason, the testing and all, that they kind of get marginalized. You know, they don't test great. And in the case of a wide receiver, if you're running four or five, you're not testing great. But he's a guy that's going to get drafted probably late second round, maybe into the third round. And when some team gets him, they're going to be glad they got him because he's a smart player, he's tough, he catches the ball, runs good routes, and maximizes the ability that he does have. So once you get past the stopwatch and you just ask the guy to play football, David Bell's going to be a good player. And somebody's going to get him probably in the third round, and they're going to be very happy that they did. Very disappointing career as a Phillies third baseman is really. Yeah, that's true. Can't hold that against him. It, you know that 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 just wasn't his sport. I do remember. Didn't he once hit for the cycle, which was like <laughs> the weirdest thing ever? I think he may have been the last. I think he might have been the last guy to do it. Wow, that's that's got to change one of these days. All right, we got some people on hold who want to talk about uh, both the draft and Nova. We're going to bring the Sixers into the next segment, and we look forward to hearing from you. 215-592-9494. He's Ray Dinger. I'm Glenn Macnow, 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.